Welcome to Critical Ditto, the Pokemon role-playing podcast run by us, given to you. And I'm Stuart, I'm running the game. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. <laughs> I'm Ali, I play Kenny, the troubled teen whose superpowers make him occasionally mean. <laughs> Do you know where that's come? That's come from... Uh, Nadpod, which I keep recommending to you guys. Not another D&D podcast. Na- at Nadpod. He's got a Dartrix called Bowtie, a Magikarp called Moustache, and a Salandit called Hoops. My name is David. I am playing the increasingly dyspeptic former church member and academic Theo. Uh, and Theo has three Pokemon, which are Meditite, Swaddle, <laughs> God, God, where's Swaddle gone, eh? And uh, a Kabuto called Cabbage. And I'm Tom, and I'm playing Brandy, uh, the former champion of the Pokemon League's cheerleader, but wants to be the Pokemon champion herself and not no Pokemon breeder. Rhymedish, it was close. Oh, right, that yeah. was a rhyme. What were you doing? Okay. I was doing a rhyme. <laughs> what was that? That was a rhyme. Listen back, and you'll know that cheerleader, breeder, cheerleader and rhymes breeder. with breeder. That was, okay, that was poetry. <laughs> You did on a technical level. Okay. You did poem. Yes. I did poem. I put my poem in you. I poet. I poeted in you for that. Uh, uh fine. I have a. a... No, you, you know say... what? We started negatively Stu- here. Well done, Stu- well done, Tom. Well done, Tom. Thank you. Congratulations on your words, Stu. Can you tell the people what Pokemon I have? Uh, uh, yes, Tom is playing Brandy. Uh, has a Bunnery called Wimpy. Uh, a Skaroopy, well, uh, sort of has a Skaroopy called Gary, and a Munchlax named Snorleone. Thanks, Stu. Come back in, Tom. That's <laughs> Come it. Back Come in. Back Don't back in. do the podcast. Come I can't back. speak anymore. <laughs> um, right. Well, so what? What happened the last time we sat down? Previously on Critical Ditto. Brandy, you enter the casino and scan the floor. I'm going to try to sneak into the staff-only area. Brandy's going to release Snorleone. Munchlax used to run the casino, but was ousted by the Weasel family. Snorleone goes over to the Weasel head, looks at Brandy, and then crushes the Weasel head. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. I know you. You're the one that I took this Rupee from. What? We should take her to the boss. We left Kenny and Theo on the rooftop. Kenny messes up and Theo stumbles. And Theo just falls backwards, crashes into the window. So Theo falls a story down uh, and lands on their back. The speedy Gardevoir has arrived now. So my best Pokemon, so your Pokemon has fainted. You stumble into a room dedicated to mystical items. Theo looks up at the wall of items and there is one sort of indent where something should be. And I think Theo just hits it. You don't question it. You press it, you punch it, and then nothing happens. Five Gardevoirs enter the room, led by Jolly, as they start to encircle the pair of you. Drip. 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 Butang, a stout man in his mid-forties with wide-set narrow eyes and a goatee, glanced up from his newspaper. Drip. Another leak, he thought. Drip. This place is falling apart, he sighed. Guess that's what... You get for building personal holding cells into the structure of an ancient obelisk, Master Munchla. He froze. He'd only thought it. Didn't even finish the thought. Surely its reach didn't extend all the way down here. Drip. 
After a second, he shook off the dread, hoiked up his ill-fitting Pokeball belt, and returned to his newspaper. Was he that paranoid? No. He'd seen what Master Buizel and her terrifying mind-reading Shedinja had done to others whose thoughts had even wandered towards their previous master, Munchlax. The entrance to the prison clanged open. Peitang, a second guard, in his late teens with a slight frame and a severely shaved head, approached. Two new ones, father. Jolly caught them breaking into the museum. Peitang turned over his shoulder to reference the Gardevoir floating menacingly behind two captives. Any chances of the cells getting full? Butang gave his ledger a cursory glance. Not at the rate the boss has been calling these unfortunates upstairs. Drip. Separate them from their Pokeballs and stick them in cell four, Butang said wearily. Peitang turned to the doorway, stood in it with the silhouettes of Kenny and Theo, their hands bound by Jolly the Gardevoir's lingering psychic energy, their shoulders rounded in defeat. Cell four it is then. The door to cell four swung open aggressively, and Kenny and Theo were shoved inside. There was a splash as their feet instantly made contact with water, the floor almost entirely flooded. Drip. Drip. Oh. Guess that's where the leak is. That's where we're going to start off. Okay. In cell four of this obeliskian prison, built into, as I mentioned, the, the, the sort of eye-piercing obelisk. These personal holding cells built into this towering structure at some point in its shaft. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks for the eye contact, Trump. Stu. Trump. I really, really directed that at you, didn't you I? Did. Yeah. With the hand as I'm well. So <laughs> trunk. Uh, trunk. Stem. St- Damon. Stamen. Oh. <laughs> Matt Stamen. Yes, yeah, so you uh, say so you're about halfway up. Okay. You're about halfway up the obelisk. Below you is a cafe. Say. <laughs> a Starbucks. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think you can infer that upstairs maybe not as nice as the. The cafe area. You know, the cheese toasty dispensary downstairs. <laughs> but yeah, Kenny but... and uh, Theo come in, each eating a cheese toasty because <laughs> they bring people up via the cafe. Oh yeah, they're not monsters. <laughs> but yeah, so you're about halfway up. But as I said, it's quite it's quite dilapidated. Um, it's obviously built into this ancient structure, so it's not it's not modern. Um, it's very much repurposed uh, and therefore a little bit shabby, shabby chic, circa Egypt. AD 300. <laughs> God, famed origin of Shabby yeah. Sheep Tread. You know Cleopatra, it. famous for distressed bureaus. Um, but what we have, what do we, okay, what do we know? We've got a series of cells. Let's say six. We've got about six cells. Mm-hmm. There is a sort of circular-esque desk area where Butang is sat. I see him very much as a Paul Blarty-esque type. Doesn't look much. Whether, whether that means he's not very good at his job, I don't know. And Peitang has sort of put you guys into the cell and then has left the uh, the, the prison area for the time being. Peitang, the son of Butang. Yes. I think I think you can see into the cell across from you. Theo, how do you recognise the person in the cell across from you? I think it's the figure in the in the cell across is uh, is fairly fairly obscured. Mm. But I think that what one cannot see, one can probably get the aroma of. Ooh. So I think there's probably 
quite a strong smell coming from this other prisoner. Excellent. And this smell, what period of your life does it conjure? And what memory is associated with that that might lead to this person? Oh, I thought you knew. I thought you had an idea of who it was going to be. Oh, we're going to draw this out. We're oh. going gonna to find this right now. <laughs> oh, okay. I have not got a clue. Great. This That's is good. this a, a blank canvas. That great picture in that cell. An easel. Okay. Okay. And we like smeagle. Smelly I'm gonna, easel. I'm gonna pour, we're going to paint on that smelly, smelly painting. Okay. <laughs> Together. Okay. Let's take the brush. Here we go. Take the aromatic brush. Okay. And, uh... Uh, is it? Is it a childhood smell? Is it a pre-church smell? Is it pre-church smell? Is it, is it, ah, that, <laughs> from, from, new from Armani, the pre-church smell. But is this is this from maybe one of your expeditions? What do we think? Yeah, I'm going to go with expedition. That's like fun. That. That's uh, a fun little twist. Well, we yeah. know very little about your yeah. expeditions, right? Yeah, so I'm going to say it's a smell that takes uh, Theo back to their first ever expedition. Ooh. The first ever time they decided to step outside the church. Tell me about that. Um, so I think the first time for Theo was probably not fully renegade. I think the first time was probably just there was some kind of missionary expedition. The church were going to do something educational and informative somewhere nearby. Uh, heading down Rautu, you know, probably, down to, to find something to do. Can I make a suggestion? Please. Well, what we do know about the church is that the, the, the only members of the church that we have seen moving about with some degree of personal agency were the paladins. Mm. So perhaps, I don't know, maybe the paladins were doing some kind of mission mm. around Surflow. Sure. And, he, and either Theo disguised himself as a paladin or found found a way to legitimately tag along yeah. with said paladins. Yeah, I think Theo was respected enough, even if that, especially at this point, pre-being the weird one that leaves, that Theo was probably sort of a star pupil, allowed nice. to follow along. It was just like, pop along, see what the church does, because eventually at some point you'll probably want to be a paladin yourself. Fair. You're, Make, you're on paladin have a, track. Have a little look. Yeah, You've been yeah. tapped. Have yes. Fast That's why I was so good with that stave. Excellent. Nice. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So it's a basically a ride along. It's yeah, a ride. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. A ride on. I was a paladin turn at Wait, the time. A paladin turn. A paladin turn on a ride on along. So okay. So great. So there was a mission going on around Surflow. Not too far. Which Not is too why far. it was safe. Not too far. But the paladins were there, and you went on. A tag along mission. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Spell yeah. tag along. Work experience. Okay, yes. so what was what was the church looking for in this in this spot? I assume some kind of knowledge they were going to seize. Yeah, or something. I'm going to say that they weren't entirely clear with Theo at the time what the mission was. I think right. it was just kind of we're doing some reconnaissance. How young were you? You came to the church a bit older than most do, but yeah, just so I just to paint that, add another sort of smell layer to that easel. <laughs> smell to the easel. An- another the squirt earth? on the easel. Ali's just chucking paint from the back. <laughs> <laughs> what smell? What age were you? Um, I think, I think Theo was probably about seventeen, eighteen. So okay, there were a yeah. few years. The late few teens. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beginning to find agency, not quite sort of spotty rebellion. So okay, so they're taking you on this mission. Yeah. We're a little opaque about what it was yeah. about. I think Theo has probably gleaned from friends within the church in years since that maybe it was a sighting of one of the books that might lead to the King's Rock. Maybe. Okay. Maybe, maybe it was I don't think it worked out. I don't think it was fruitful. Oh, okay. But oh, maybe right, this right. is why paladins go out as kind so of So it was like a, a it was a hush hush, yeah. you know. Yeah, touch yeah. the nose secret mission. Okay, but then maybe this this smell, there was a person. Mm-hmm. Okay, that the paladins maybe they they didn't treat them that well. Mm-hmm. These paladins they've arrived along the coast of Surfloat. Across these craggy cliffs, there's this shack tied to the, yeah. the edge of the cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally remote. Yeah. Surrounded by wingulls. Yeah. And the paladins have caught wind that 
someone here has information or yeah. knows something about one of these tomed artifacts before the church has got got hold of them. And maybe they take you in and they're sort of, you know, this is, uh, this is how we do things uh, with the paladins. We, we get in, we get the information, we do our jobs and we do what needs to be done. You understand, don't you, Theo? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Um, and I think at around that moment, while Theo's sort of having this sort of polite chat with somebody they very heavily respect, there's maybe like a sound of something quite quite intense going on Absolutely, inside. like in the other room, but there's a smell coming through. <laughs> and the smell yeah. we found is blood. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, blood! So. No. That's what we've organically reached there. No, I like this. There's, there's some kind of sound that doesn't sound particularly friendly, doesn't sound... I think Theo at the time was probably just like, oh, one of those paladins is probably... Knocked over a pile of books, those crazy paladins. <laughs> but now with a lot of context and now getting the smell again, it's something yeah. like, oh, I think I think there was a violent assault that took place in that <laughs> well, shack. They, maybe there's there's one of those things where the paladins, they, they come out and they leave and they're like, right, we're, we're, we're heading back here. This was not fruitful. Uh, mm-hmm. Never mind. Maybe next time you'll see some some action. But maybe as... as he comes out with a, a bloodied knife. <laughs> nothing, nothing to see here. Sorry, <laughs> boss. Nothing in. Yeah. yeah, one walks out with a polyrath and just blood. <laughs> yeah, polyrath. But yeah, as you... As maybe you're leaving, maybe something something in you forces you to look back. Yeah. And you see this figure has been has been essentially beaten mm. within an inch of their life. And they can't they can't really speak. I think maybe they're muttering something to themselves, but all yeah. you get is this smell. Is it incense? Is it their perfume? Yeah. I was going to say that I think in the church, there's probably a great deal of sort of functional aroma, you know? Because yes. I feel like you've got your frankincense and your myrrh. These aromas are not particularly pleasant. These smells are kind of there to like incite states or to like... Sorry to all the so- myrrh fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> but all these sense are kind of existence like bring about a state to, to put you in a particular place to help with prayer. They're not really there to be like a delightful aroma, but I think there's maybe something quite homely. It's a smell that's enjoyable. Is it baking? Maybe, yeah, yeah. It's all that yeah. nice. Home yeah. baking stuff like... Just some kind of like poker yeah. buns or something. Yeah. This person had had been doing some baking just before the palins arrived. Yeah. Okay. So that's what the house smells like. So the smell is a mix of baking and blood, which I believe is the title of Mary Berry's next book. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's the smell that you get. And yeah, for some reason, this lingering baking smell <laughs> has clung to this person. And yeah, it's so vivid and so intense that it takes you entirely back to that memory. And you realise in that moment that, yeah, this, this must be the same person. Kenny, what are you doing in the cell? Theo, can you hear a drip? Uh, I was a drip. <laughs> His initial response was desolation. Really? When they were caught, he was like, yep. oh, we were so, we were so close. We were right there. You, were, you weren't that close. No, but <laughs> you don't know. But you fe- it's the feeling. Also, the Kenny feeling. didn't know. But yeah, like for the first true. time, he was like, we're finally doing something. We're getting some answers. Yeah. We're right there. We're going to press a button and it fell apart. So he sort of was, was pretty full on. But then I think Kenny saw that Theo was in a state as well. And um, is more concerned now with his friend and sort of awkwardly sitting in this puddle, (laughs) (laughs) observing Theo. There's a bench right there and Kenny's just not sat in it. (laughs) Theo is standing and Kenny is sitting in the puddle. Park me took us in the puddle. (laughs) Okay, Kenny, think what is what is Theo? What'll what'll cheer Theo up? Questions. Theo loves questions. Let's 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 ask Theo some questions. You okay, Theo? Sure, of course. Yeah, of, of course I am. I'm always fine. Yeah, I kind of don't believe you. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm sorry that my response every time something goes wrong is to just 
tearing to you or to me or to Brandy. I'm I'm really sorry. I'm. That's okay, Theo. <laughs> for a very clever person, that's a very silly thing to say. I've had this power since I was born, and no one has ever tried to help me before. And you've already done more than anyone, more than my family, more than anyone who's ever encountered it. I don't, I don't really know if you have any ulterior motive or not, but I don't care. You tried to help me, and so, yeah, we failed. But we're getting closer, right? I'm sure you know as a teacher that every step in the wrong direction puts you back on the right path. So, we'll get there eventually. I'm more concerned with, with you, to be honest. After the Mind Palace and, and what we went through on that beach, I felt like... Maybe I had some kind of knowledge that would be able to help you. I felt like I was in some way adept at being able to assist in this. But the more time we spend together, the more I realise that I keep waiting to try and explain something to you that I don't have any answers to. Isn't there also something quite exciting in trying to find some answers? Maybe we're approaching this the wrong way. You're a teacher, right? You've taught people about battling and you've taught Pokemon about battling. If I can do some of the stuff the Pokemon can do, how would you train me as a Pokemon? You know, that's a very smart point, Kenny. I'm. You're probably more interested in what this is than I am. I just want to control it. I don't want to hurt people. I think the two things lead to the same conclusion, though, which is, I think, why you got given that letter in the first place. And then I think, I think Theo, for a moment, remembers the scent across the hall hmm. and remembers a time when somebody really needed help. And they didn't do anything. And it's like, right, well, maybe, okay, let's let's rectify some changes while we can. Let's try and let's try and assist somebody. And so Theo looks at Kenny and goes, "Well, Pokemon learn about their skills through competition and combat, mm-hmm. and through using their powers. We don't have any Pokemon anymore. I guess I'm the only one you can use them against." You want me to attack you? What? I mean, this day can't get much worse, Kenny, so, um... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll fight back. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to just, just leave you to do it. That'd be weird. But, um, yeah, I guess let's, uh, let's see what happens. Let's go for one of the more basic ones. Okay. There was a point when I was really young where I started falling and I stopped on okay. the floor. I kind of, like, levitated a little bit. Okay. What makes a Pokemon levitate? Well, it's either usually through flight or through magnetism or being a ghost. I mean, there's kind of of a multitude of different different ways. Can I step in? Theo has laid down a gauntlet here. I want to do that. You do want to do that. I do want to do that. But I'm like, Kenny doesn't doesn't even know how to initiate it. Maybe Theo has to incite. I mean, I guess because we've experienced it before, it usually is reactive. It's not proactive at this stage. Well, that's fun. Maybe, that's maybe, maybe Kenny, Kenny is sort of like talking to Theo, asking these questions, and Theo, maybe you're like... Just preparing the confused right Yeah, now, you're maybe like, yeah. Mean? Yeah, so my terrible answer about a levitation is actually just me trying to distract <laughs> you're you. You're just stalling, stalling for time. <laughs> okay, great. So while you're having your sort of paper snow, a ghost moment, what are you doing, Theo? So Theo, whilst reciting... Every Pokemon in the Pokedex that has the... <laughs> <laughs> Gengar did have it, then they took it away because it was too overpowered. Uh... <laughs> and so at this point, Theo is reaching into the bandolier, which I don't think was was touched. 
No, no, they just all they all they took away was your, they your Pokeballs. The Pokeballs. Yeah. They don't think anyone have supernatural powers. That's <laughs> sure. That's not a thing in this world. <laughs> so I think Theo is just uh is reaching in and pulling out from the bandolier and, and I think there's a moment while Theo is doing it where Theo's like, Kenny kind of needs needs a push. And also maybe this, uh, let's just do it. Let's give it a go. Even though Theo is beginning to feel that guilt of doing it to somebody that they have grown to like, I think Theo goes. You know, I've done this plenty of times before. Why that? Not again. Like, I mean, we've made some terrible decisions today. Let's just, let's just keep hugging the wound. <laughs> okay, so you're going to fire your confused ray yeah. powder yeah. at Kenny. And um, I think it's very, like, when, if it was to succeed, that Theo is very lackadaisical about doing it. It's just kind of like, you know, it's like tossing back two paracetamol when you've got a headache. I think it's just like... Great. A, let's, let's roll. No. <laughs> so upset having to roll. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like the explanation should be good enough that a roll isn't necessary. No, I, I like it. I like it. I mean, I'll keep keep talking. I might give you a plus one. I I don't feel that's going to change. Anything. I love that that huge explanation did not earn you a plus one. No. <laughs> right. Um, so is this well, a move that you have? It's a it's a surprise move. If that's worthy of a plus, is it one, one of your the poker power power plays? Use poker powers. This yeah. is a, this is yeah, a yeah, move, yeah. isn't it? Okay, right. So roll plus sharp, Theo. Okay, so I'm plus two for sharp. Just to, of course, good. For, no one doubted in case that. Case anyone had forgotten the sharpedo over here. Yeah. So. Come on. Oh my goodness me! What is it? What is it? Oh, it's an eleven plus two. It's oh. a thirteen. <laughs> oh, that's huge. I just wish I hadn't been on this roll. <laughs> okay, hey, that might this might work out very this well. Might for work Kenny. out very well. Great. So according to our rules, which we now have, uh, on a ten plus, the power works without issues. Choose your effect. And on a 12 plus, you get to add an additional effect on top of that. So have a look at these effects, David. Read them aloud, preferably, for our audience. There's quite a few of them, but sure. So there's a few different effects. I can either inflict one harm. uh, (laughs) I want to cut him! Additional effect, another harm. (laughs) Uh, Enchant a weapon or item. Enchant me! Do one thing that is beyond human limitations. Yes. Bar a place or portal to a specific person or Pokemon. Trap a specific person. What is bar, bar in that situation? Bar a place. As in like block. As in block someone. Bar a p- if So if I was to bar someone from uh, a circle. I see, I see, I see. Ah, write a symbol I and then see. a Pokemon perhaps a, 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 could not Ooh. enter my space. Okay. If you were lovely. defending. Yeah, oh. okay, lovely. Um, trap a specific person or Pokemon. I can heal one harm. I can remove a curse or exercise a spirit. That cuts the plot line down. Right. <laughs> You'll heal all See you guys. I'm going home. Um, communicate with a Pokemon. Observe another place or time or an agreed effect with the narrator. Okay. So ignore all those, Stu. You can come up with whatever you <laughs> One plus effect one plus a bonus effect. Okay. Okay, so I, mm, yes. So I feel like one would be remove a curse or exercise, but I don't mean that in terms of removing what is ailing Kenny, but we mm-hmm. have some ability to draw assess. Out. Yeah, mm. we draw out, or maybe we can actually assess or define some part of it. That's great. Okay. In the yeah. process of doing it, we get a clue as to what it is. And then with observe another place or time, I mean, we came here to observe, to get some information, to get some exposition. Mm. Maybe this leads. <laughs> So that fated exposition that we've been here for the whole time. So you're looking for some some info. It's less of an attack. It's more of a like, I, I don't know if anyone's seen Doctor Strange, but you know where Doctor Strange gets punched. Yeah. And it's almost like his spirit flies yeah. out the back Absolutely. of him. Absolutely. Uh, by Tilda Swinton. Yes. Yeah. Um, in many ways, Theo's <laughs> inspiration. Very, very good. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is one powerful, confused Ray. This is the best thing Theo has done the entire campaign. I basically staging instrumentality. It's- <laughs> Um, else. It's nice that your biggest win comes after your biggest L, though, in a way. 
if you want to, for some exposition, perhaps what if the person in the cell opposite is Hillary from the... Holy, the, holy. We, What we know is that Hillary was in Pyrenile or was at least last seen in Pyrenile and someone who Theo was told, this person might be able to help. And then this person, let's say, witnesses this scene yeah. happening. This is just a so, vague suggestion. No, I think it's a great one. Just a vague, like, absolute hairpin turn. <laughs> but, as in, like, but as in like... This is a twist. This is a... But I think I think it would be great no, to see like to I see really like Theo draw out some of Kenny's power, and yeah. we see Kenny's power there in the cell, and then Hillary can see it, and perhaps I'd be like, I'd be through like, improv, through improv, explain. <laughs> say, <laughs> what's happening over there? <laughs> I have a bazooka. Careful. <laughs> well, what we know about Hillary was they were mobile library, yeah. and okay. they were connected to the King's Rock. Well, maybe that's maybe that's why they started the mobile libraries because their original base on the cliff got raided. So they were like, well, I can't stay in one place anymore. I need yeah. to like need to be on the move. I think, yeah. and it's it's a secret library that because obviously the church don't like How? people doing selling information. Yeah. So here's my pitch: Hillary sells cakes, but has a secret library. It's a front. It's, it's a, a front. front. Inside They're, every bun is a, a tiny book. book. <laughs> it's a tiny book. <laughs> what is this? A library for ants? <laughs> a scroll within a roll. <laughs> um, okay, wait. Sorry, I just need to remember who Hillary is. <laughs> A, a lovely okay. liberetta this within was, a Vianetta. This was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really Whoa. good. I wondered really why you went quiet times. <laughs> you know when I'm going quiet, dangerous things are happening. Can it be called just Cookbook? Ooh. Cookbook. Ooh. It's just called Cookbook. Yeah. Ooh. It's called Cookbook. Their van is called Cookbook. Love it. Okay. What a time to be alive. Uh, uh, yes, we all got it. <laughs> Everybody gets one. <laughs> Guys, is anyone still listening? Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? So anyway, Hillary, excommunicated from church. You, no, now, now... Correct if I'm wrong, David, but you you came up with Hillary as a character, but Theo doesn't know Hillary. Is yes, that correct? Theo does not Kanan know Hillary. Kanan knows Hillary. Kanan knows Hillary. Okay. Kanan told There's a Theo connection. to find Hillary. Well, and perhaps Theo does kind of know Hillary. Having well, seen, knows the face, I guess. Knows the face. As long the... as it's not bruised and, you know. Excommunicated, runs this mobile library cookbook, which is also a baking food store, was apparently raided... Yeah, about sort of six or seven years ago. (laughs) Raided um, by some paladins who were after information. And obviously one of their first port of calls is a known excommunicated heretic, if you will. And has since gone on to run this mobile library and has found themselves imprisoned in a cell in an obelisk in Pyrenoil. So for our listeners, this is going back to season one, episode five, I believe, when Theo was given the mission to find Hillary and promptly did not find Hillary. <laughs> Until Hillary was literally put in front of them. Literally <laughs> locked up so they could not go anywhere else. <laughs> and, and who will accuse us of railroading and say, no one. This isn't Pokemon Sword and Shield. We have freedom. <laughs> Cut that if we get sponsorship. <laughs> Gosh, right, I have to narrate this now. So, Theo, you, you've you read this Confuse Ray-esque powdered pulse, yes. is how I'm sort of seeing it. Yeah. And as Kenny is absentmindedly talking to you, you catch him completely off guard. And it's, it's a three-fingered pronged thrust, just to bring a bit of mysticism into the scene. And it's like false martial art, yeah. you know, Kung Fu Crush Claw that's like hits pressure points, which does nothing, but... 
actually, in this case, it does. And <gasps> Kenny, it, yeah, it's like the wind is totally knocked out of you. <gasps> and not only is the wind knocked out of you, but you have this weird out-of-body experience. Um, and it's, it's, it's like so many feelings at once. It's like when that smoke was going into your lungs back in the stadium. It's like when you were out of body and you were in Rowlet. It's like when you were flying. It's all these feelings wrapped into this one amalgam. And you do, you sort of see your own body and you see Kenny, his back slightly arched. You see Theo, their hand in your chest. And all you're aware of is this pinkish purplish aura that's part scolopy, part toucanon, part who knows what. And there's this miasmatic glow in the cell for all of four, five seconds. Uh, and then it's sucked back in. And the air immediately returns to your lungs. And you're aware again that you have limbs and muscles and organs and the heart is beating and it's beating fast and loud. Clang, clang. Two hands clasping onto the iron bars of their cell, and a face half obscured by shadow, but half illuminated. And Theo, it's a face that you you half recognise. Hillary. You only glimpsed it in your life, but that moment has had such a profound effect on you that it's almost like you've seen that face every day, and you know that that's Hillary. Quite long, bedraggled hair, pouring out of the sides of their head, very little on top. Quite old, paper-thin moustache, slightly jowly, but there's lots of laugh lines. Clearly quite a vibrant life has been led there. And their eyes are wide. And they're just looking dead across at the cell. What was that? <laughs> yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy with my choice. The voice. He's committed to the voice. <laughs> <coughs> what did you see? I saw, I saw myself. You. This cell. I flew outside of myself. What did you do? I, I thought I was just using Confuse Ray. I've never really gone that far with that, that power before, but I feel like somehow we managed to disconnect the two of you for a moment, whatever this other thing is. So maybe that's the same with everyone. Maybe there's there's a physical and a spiritual side to everyone. Of course there is. Oh, what? Who said that? Me. <laughs> Kenny looks like behind them. <laughs> No, you dense child on the other side of the cell! Looks to the left. Uh, that's a wall! <laughs> to the right. No, that's the other wall! Oh. Don't look down! Please, whatever, do not, it's a puddle! <laughs> I'm gonna say already, there's just water on the floor, it's me! I'm in front of you! Theo already has been turned around this entire time. <laughs> Great smoking, this is exhausting! Oh my god, Theo, there's someone over there! Nice of you to join us! Hello! Did you, I, what did you say? <laughs> I, I said... What was that? I think you might know what that was if you are who I think you are. You know me? I remember something about you. A memory. A memory. Vague and miasmatic. Almost as if being taken to another place or time. Mm. Can anyone smell cakes? Yes, it's my armpits. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, very fragrant. Well, it's much better than antiperspirant. Yes, very pleasant. Yes. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm. my name is Kenneth Mullet. Kenneth Mullet? Yes. Who are you? Hillary. You're Hillary? Yes, of the cookbook. You've heard of my oh delectable my. treats. Oh my, smoking. I've, I've heard so much more about you than just what you can bake. You mean the unmentionable words? Canaan's told me all about you. You know Canaan? You know, we, we hung out so often, yeah. <laughs> you, you must be that great student of theirs. What was their name? 
battery from Mansk. Canaan <laughs> <laughs> would not stop talking about their brightest pupil, the one they had tea with, their perfect partner, the one who would take their place in the church. Andrew from Mansk, what an honour to meet you. You know, you left the church quite a while ago, so I imagine that you just missed the stage where I, I became Canaan's favourite. But that's, that's when it happens to... Happens to a lot of people, actually. A shocking amount of people during this uh, last couple of days seems to have forgotten my deeply powerful platonic friendship. Oh, my God. Will everybody shut up? Of course, sir. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Just just old friends catching up with... I don't care. Look, you'll all be out of these cells soon anyway. As soon as the master decides, you'll be up into the arena. The arena? What's that now? Uh, And just at that moment, the prison door... Opens again, the entrance. And Pei Tang stands there. Oh, he's got another cheese toasty. Thank you very much. I was going to eat that myself. Um, 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 um. <laughs> Pei, Pei, you, you've got to be harder with your, with your toasties, Pei. You can't be buying prisoners toasties all the time. This is, they're not our friends, Pei. Pei! You're I, right. I'll, oh, I understand. Dad, do you want a toasty? No, I did it again! No, I'll take one. Oh, oh. Oh, I mean, I was... Okay, there you go. Yeah, like, One rule for some, one for others. Yeah, tell me about it. The point is, we are criminals. And we can't buy toasties for the prisoners. <sighs> now, who have you got for me? Pay. And next to Pay is a pink-haired girl dressed in an ace trainer outfit. Uh, another one, Father. Uh, this one was uh, caught in the casino. Uh, the casino. Not even sure what she was doing. She just seemed to be hanging around with Mesprit Dealer. <laughs> he insisted that she, uh, she be taken here and, and be taken to the boss. So... Uh, here she is. Um, yeah, Brandy is is thrust into the prison. Cell number... Seven. Oh, yes, the secret cell. Whoa. You thought there was only six. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist! And that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> Thanks for the toasty pay. It was very good. I did think perhaps there was too much filling for... Too bread, much, but what don't... did you think of the cram? I actually did. I, I felt a little weak for my liking. A it was sourdough. Oh, how did you build your starter up? Oh, well, I've got three jars on the go at the moment, actually. Stop! (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Anyway, I'll be back on patrol, I You should get back on patrol. I can't do your voice. can't do the voice of the man. Who, Bootang? No one can. Is this Bootang? It's out the side of your mouth. Bootang. 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 That's it. Bootang. Okay, one more time from the top. Take three. Son, stop fraternising with the the prisoners and go back on patrol! Yes, an incarceration. In prison! Why are you? Why are you here? Why are you here? It's a long story. I'd rather not go into it. Bhutang is, at this moment, taking Brandy to the cell, but Bhutang is incredibly slow. Like, (laughs) like, literally slower than a shuckle. You have time to have conversations, what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mr. Bhutang, can you just, can you just put me in their cell? Is that alright? I know them, they're mates. Is that alright? Is that cool? Roll. Plus charm. Uh, yeah, plus charm. Eight plus one, it's a nine. It's a mixed success. So, ostensibly, yes. I have to prove... You have to to give me something (laughs) (laughs) to prove you mean it. All right, all right, here we go. All right. 
I wouldn't normally ask this, but my son's clearly taken a liking to you. Okay, well, the answer's no. Put me in the other cell then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to finish that thought. I'm happy with cell seven. Okie dokie. Can, still, can you... we still shout across the prison? Yeah, maybe, maybe for the sake of the podcast, we'll say that yes, you can, but you don't need to... You don't need to shout. For shout, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, listener, please imagine every two or three minutes, Bootang just Bootang's going, plugged, shut up! Bootang's plugged headphones in. <laughs> Bootang's like, this is going to happen. I have not got the energy to deal with this. Put some headphones on. Let's listen to a podcast. What podcast? Critical ditto. Oh my god, it's a loop we can't escape. We're stuck in the meta zone. Anyway, yes, so yeah, you can speak. I made a bit of an error, I'm not gonna lie. Ended up with me saving Adrif Mansk. Regret it, worst thing I ever did. But which in turn led me to lose Gary the Scroopy, and so now I'm here to get him back. And so actually, it's all going to plan. How about you? <laughs> Wait, hold on just a garden picking minute here. It's all going to plan. You are we're in prison. I need to meet the boss, and apparently this is the waiting cell to meet the boss. So, I'm in a queue. It's a very wet waiting cell. Mm. No, no, mine, mine's very dry. Tom, what's, <laughs> what, what do you notice about cell seven? <laughs> very dry. <laughs> what about okay. you? <sighs> I got a bit drunk, didn't I? Uh, uh, you got drunk? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say that Adri from Monster plays a crucial role in all of our failures today. Oh, but not I, mine. Mine was all of my own doing. Oh, okay. But Andrew Fons plays a crucial role in my failure as well today. Had a mild existential crisis. Wait, 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 wait. You're not Andrew Fomonsk? Who are you then? I'm Theo. Theo, Theo yes. Theo. You know, Kanan did mention a Theo. Great. No, no, they did. They did. It was It was just that it was, you were very new. You were very new and but said you had... Potential, and I, I think I saw that. I'm holding the bars. <laughs> Tom, Tom has just been sat like a dormouse for about five minutes. <laughs> Tom can't do this voice without an imitation. I'm sorry, of a begging if, dog. I'm sorry if some of us are in the scene. <laughs> okay, but please, I will not apologise. Please continue. You were new to Canaan, but they certainly said you had potential. Well, I don't seem to have lived up to that potential. I don't know. After what I just saw then, that felt very fulfilled, shall we say. Yes, what did happen just then? Let's drop some law. Y'all ready for this? Let's drop some law. Y'all ready for this? Let's drop some law. Law, 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 law. Y'all ready for this? Let's drop some law. Okay, Hillary is going to reveal something. So let's decide what Hillary can reveal. Only if Theo can roll another 13. <laughs> I feel like we... I'm not sure if we've alluded to this in the past or not. I don't know if we need to tie poker powers as a whole in some way mm. into... The Tale of Sloki. And into the King's Rock yeah. in some way. I think that's the... probably a good idea. Kenny? You said your name was? Yes. Where are you from, Kenny? Comover Town. It's a little farming village. Come over town. Kenny, don't be alarmed. You seem like a very calm person. I'm getting a very calming influence from you. Have you ever heard that? Increasingly so, yes. Odd, but perhaps not as odd as you'd think. There's something different about you, Kenny. I have read my fair share about poker powers. Hope you don't mind me using that. No. Normally, those touched with the power are associated with one Pokemon, a specific typing, something along those lines, but you, that energy that came off you, I couldn't pin it down. And I think you'd struggle to find someone in this region who could. It was everything 
and nothing all at once. But you've never heard of anyone escaping their body like that? No. No, Kenny. Listen, I hope you don't mind me saying this. And as I say, you seem like a nice person, but there's something in you that scares me. If I had a penny. I sense that you want to do something about it, though. Very much. I wish I could do more, but I'm stuck behind these bars and about to face who knows what, but there is something I've heard about. You don't travel the region in a bakery and don't pick up a couple of things (laughs) on the trails. Let me Ah, tell you. That famous Formian phrase. (laughs) And Hillary reaches into uh, their pocket and pulls out an iced bun. Glances over at Bhutan. Has fallen asleep. (laughs) Is thoroughly bored. (laughs) And slides this ice bun across the prison floor. I've actually just had two cheese toasties. Just rip it apart. Kenny does so. Gives half of it to Theo. Can you chuck me a bit? Just like a quarter? It's a symbol, Brandy. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I'll save you a piece. Thank you. So, within this bun is... A piece of material. Kenny, I don't think you recognise it, but Theo, looking over Kenny's shoulder with a mouthful of bun. If I had a penny. (laughs) (laughs) You do recognise this. It's the very same material that you saw on the tapestry beneath Surfloat Tower. Damaged tapestry from the blank period. And this fills fills in a gap. What you see is a figure with the same aura as Kenny. And they seem to be holding the King's Rock and channeling that energy via the King's Rock. And Hillary says, This is myth and legend we are talking about now, but I have heard somewhere in the central conclave of the church they are trying to develop technology based on what you are seeing now. They're trying to use elements of forgotten knowledge about forbidden artifacts that I dare not speak of to design conduits to help control these powers. Conduits? Mm-hmm. Was the King's Rock a conduit? Please, keep your voice down. Was the King's Rock a conduit? I don't know. There are designs such as this that seem to infer that that might be the case. Maybe this is what I, I need to do. Need to need to use the King's Rock or, or something. I think, yeah, there are two options for us here. We have to try and find that conduit that's being developed at the Conclave and Even if that doesn't work, then we have to find the King's Rock. If the King's Rock exists... And then a wry sort of chuckle from Hillary. Have you got another ice bun with more information on that one, (laughs) Hillary? My other ice bun has got a King's Rock in it. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to keep that to myself. If you'd have rolled a 14, though. (laughs) Quest over. But do be cautious. There is still a reason, yet unknown to me and many, especially in the church, as to why... The location of the King's Rock is so guardly kept, so... Closely guarded? Closely guarded, thank you. Yeah. Slow, so closely Slow. guarded. Slowly guarded. Slowly guarded. <laughs> As we say in the church. Did I put gin in this ice bun? <laughs> the King's Rock may not be the answer to all problems. It may also reap great danger, be a curse to any who wields it. But I do not know. All we know is that for centuries, an order has been dedicated to stopping people from accessing it. So bear that in mind. Perhaps the true conduit lies elsewhere, inside yourself. 
Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Sorry, I read it. I read it in an inspirational book called um, Smoke Without Screens. <laughs> really Actually good. saved my favourite quotes in this little uh, red, red currant bun. <laughs> Love it, regale some more. Shame I put jam in it. Can't read it. Uh, they are just about to read some more when the prison door opens again. But this time there's no new prisoner. No, no, no. But it is Paytang. Another cheese toasties <laughs> with pockets full of toasties. <laughs> All right, I've got, I've got, I've got, a pocket I've got some for everyone now. I felt too bad. <laughs> this is the most well-fed prison I think there's ever been. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually too full for another cheese toastie. Oh, nobody's given me a cheese toastie. Do they anyway, think the church is vegan? Hey, Tan, can you get... Oh. I'm sorry, I forgot why I was here. Uh, yeah, um, we need the prisoners in cell seven and cell four upstairs. It's time. Which cell am I in? Who, who are you? I think I was being Hillary. Oh, sorry, it's not actually which, that diff- much which, different. There uh, isn't actually. Just <laughs> which? Sorry, which cell am I in? Uh, Hil- Hillary, you've you've served your narrative purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you are in cell one. Wait, I, I, I've been here so much longer. <laughs> yes, but you've been feeding yourself with buns, so we th- figured you were sort of all right. Oh well, this is ridiculous. Listen, it's not my it's not my decision. I'm just getting orders from upstairs. <laughs> As <laughs> what did you even do, Hillary? Why are you here? I killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I murdered the entire office. Stabbed them with a baking knife. <laughs> As Someone the... said I had a soggy bottom and I really didn't like it. <laughs> uh, Peitang is like, right, I, I think we better get people out of here now. As, um, situation maybe, Botang, maybe Botang is like, you know the deal, Hillary. We're waiting for you to get on board that transport. Central Conclave want you. Oh, yes, I forgot about that. That's the reason the church want me. I'm a wanted person. They've yeah. paid big bucks for you. Did they? How much? <laughs> I, love it. I just want to know how much I'm worth on the black market. 18 and oh. three. 18 and three? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a four score and seven, and that makes me a whole chocolate gato. <laughs> Is that what I'm worth to them? Three chocolate gattos and a couple of bonbons? <laughs> and a cherry on top. Well, it makes all the difference. I'll shut up now. I'll, I'll, wait, to be, I'll wait to meet you all again on the train. Oh. <laughs> and see. As the three of them leave, Kenny says um, as they go, um, Oh, by the way, thank you for the priceless tapestry. And just pockets it. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> That was um, my only one. <laughs> yeah, because it was priceless. <laughs> there is only one. I probably could have bought my freedom. <laughs> And five. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now I'm talking to myself here. Drip. Drip. Back to me and you, Drippy. <laughs> I didn't know I went mad in here. <laughs> oh my god, right, we're going upstairs. Who's that Pokemon? Uh, Houston, I'm getting a bit of bad feedback on my uh radio. I think I can say something. What was that? Oh my god. Is that Houston? Oh, Houston said something. That's a that's a midsection. I there. think it's a midsection. It's a midsection. Oh, 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 oh god. Oh god, quick, oh, open the air. Oh, prepare buttons to do things. Oh, it's <laughs> what a horrific looking midsection. That's my what word. I don't the midsection means you no harm. In fact it's here. To be talked about and discussed. Thank you, midsection. I'm really pleased. Let's everyone take off your helmets. Let's discuss. <laughs> that, was just, that was my introductory noise. It's it's intimidating. I know, but I am the midsection, and I'm here to talk about a character. Okay. Well, why don't we let Tom tell us what you are then? <laughs> Today, midsection, you look like an email from Sarah, known as Otis. 
on our Discord server. Sarah's question. Do paladins have a ranking system? Perhaps there is a more terrifying higher rank within the paladins called Templars. I also had this idea about hidden allies. Perhaps there is a higher ranked paladin or Templar uh, within the church, maybe a you, perhaps, that is very skilled and able to control their hybrid powers. They have been hiding in the church because their calm and meditative nature help them learn how to control their powers. Their hybrid is a haunter, and as such, their ability is levitate. They are revered not only for their physical capabilities, attributed to good health and healthy habits, but also their ability to levitate during meditation. They don't much care for the views of the church in recent years, but it's too late to argue now. <laughs> Love this character Tell already. That to Theo. That yeah. ship has sailed. Yeah. But perhaps the heroes are being chased by paladins, and the haunter hybrid cuts them off to stop them, lifts their hood just enough to show their transformation of their human face into a distorted haunter grin. Maybe Theo recognises the person before they change. Then, with an unsettling laugh, lights flicker and go dark, causing the others to flinch and the team to get away. Dark pulse? Something collapses into the path of the travelling paladins as our heroes run past and make their escape. I'll even provide dice rolls if you want. Ooh, that's that's a low blow there, Sarah. Because uh, <laughs> we cannot be trusted. But yes, please send those in the post. We will take a dice roll. We'll take a so better we've dice not roll. only been given an NPC, we've been given a scene. Mm. A full scene. This is a Stuart Clark vignette Speci- yeah. specialty. But let's take the key, the key points from that. The key point is that this person loves their fruit and veg and does their press-ups daily. Clearly. Well, well, that's no, this that's person, what I took from it. This person has freakishly good aptitude for life and health because they're poker-powered, but they're pretending like they eat loads of fruit and veg, is what but, I got but, from that. Oh, so they're, being, what, they're saying, like, oranges have given me the power to levitate. Yeah. Is that essentially <laughs> what they're saying? Basically. Do we have any recollection of, of any paladins being poker-powered yet? Is this the first time this, this has been the first suggested? Time. This will be the uh, first one. Uh, uh, Le, only Le, bon, have... Le Bon actually had the power to explode, but we, just, <laughs> we, we never saw that. It never came up. <laughs> Combined with an electrode. <laughs> the most inconvenient poker power. I thought he was off, um, maybe electrode. I mean, what, what would the... the, the Paladins or the the Templars, which by the way I enjoy that. That's a fun. Mm. That's oh, yeah. a Templars fun tar- cool. that's a Templars fun, yeah. are definitely that's in you know, as far as I'm concerned. Second, yeah. second half of the of the whole it's all right when 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 we're just breezing past Paladins left right and centre, <laughs> oh, and we need yeah. to level up, and it's like oh there's a Templar now, and we're like God damn it, yeah. now they've gone stronger. Soon there's like three Templars in a room, and you're like man, I remember when it was so hard taking down that one. I Templar. remember there was that <laughs> one Templar. Oh, so those like, are the days. What are they in Zelda? The Dark Nuts. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. That's yeah. kind of what I'm picturing. Yeah. What would the Paladins slash Templars make of poker powers? They're, they're like they're like high ranked in the church mm. that that presumably are trying to sort of keep the the wraps of the, the slow king power mystery thing, you know, hidden. I, I totally agree. And I actually think that Templars would look very, very mm. badly on poker powers. So this character is hiding that fact yeah. from Sarah's email. However, Theo and uh, has shown propensity to use similar powers to Kenny, but without the actual powers. So maybe this person is is masquerading... Doing yes, a similar thing. Yeah, yeah, but mm. it, it, they're not actually using any powders at all. It's all it's all natural. So their powders are just flour. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. baking soda. And ash. <laughs> um, People are like, where did you get that powder from? I really want to really know about it. And I, like, I got a guy. I got a guy. Like, you, you don't know him. You don't know. He only speaks to me. He's outside the church. You know, I'm not really meant to have these powders. We've just discovered that the church were working on some kind of conduit for poker powers within the conclave. This is a new discovery. So perhaps this Templar is involved in that or at least Ooh. benefiting from it. They might yeah. be one of the first test subjects of this King's Rock Ooh. conduit. I love that's that because fun. that suggests to me test subjects where it's gone horribly wrong. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah
but it's it's on the down low. Obviously, the church don't want people to know they're testing these kind of controlling abilities or whatever. So the so the church are aware. High ranking members, perhaps the O themselves, know about this Templar and about their abilities. Mm. And this is on the sly here. I really enjoy the idea of this paladin just going with a massive tongue like all the time. <laughs> yeah. Just kind like, of creeps out in the most inopportune well, moments. Anytime they're trying to speak, they have to hold the tongue within so they can't actually open their teeth. So they speak like this. Oh, you've got a character voice already. I heard it cannot open my mouth so I am like a ventriloquist dummy and that's me. I am the Templar with the boo pa pa the oh, was a frightening bit. Oh, <laughs> oh, this is an ally. Oh, oh no, no, there's a <laughs> and I'm back in the tongue is back in the mouth that is how we are how we, yeah. more tongue gives an that. awful look <laughs> more just, just look at look at the bar Stu look, look, at, look at how much that spikes <laughs> uh, but that. You're, Tom did make a good point this is an ally this, yeah. this is not someone that will screw us over like, well, exactly. well apparently we're going to be given the dice rolls so <laughs> can I just uh, we, I don't think we've met a church member who actually likes the church yet <laughs> Le Bon was a pretty big fan. Oh, well, Le, bon, Le Bon actually, Le Bon, Le bon was into it. The student that died, I think, liked the church. Oh. He loves the church. Yeah. Sneaky ratata dude. Oh, what am I saying? There's loads of them. Yeah. <laughs> Dozens of them. Yeah, that's less interesting to follow. <laughs> Following orthodox religious figures. Okay, we'll do a whole session, Stu, back in one of the other conclaves where we'll just see harmonious people going about, you know, removing knowledge from other people. Yeah. Yeah. But in a sort of fun way. Yeah. I've always thought we need a beach episode. <laughs> it sounds like the Gilmore Girls, but with more religion, which I'm kind of into. Um, cool. I love this. I love this Templar. I think that's great. And I think to go back to the Templar rank as a whole there should be very few Templars I'm thinking one for each section so if we if we describe Surf Lake Town Pyrenees and all that as South East I'm throwing that out there South East Formia they're sort of on the compass map let's say Ooh, I, so they're not funny. referred to they're referred to as other letters so not yeah we need e, to avoid the letter O-U-O these so are N E S and W. How about that? So there's only four. There's only four Templars. N, E, S and W. Thank you very much, Otis. And if you want to submit a character, please send your character to criticalditto at gmail.com or contact us via Twitter. I'm just trying to work out which ones are the best. If I, if I was a villain... <gasps> I was going to... Have, have we come to the same realisation? We are absolutely have. <laughs> what? We've already Mr. met. E. <gasps> <gasps> Chicks. And we'll end the midsection there. <laughs> Enjoy. Quick, get back out of the airlock midsection. <laughs> oh, there's no more oxygen left. No! <laughs> Just dropping in quickly at the end of the midsection to say you're about to hear a promo. As you all know, we did a promo and we want to get it out there as much as possible. And with that, we want to get as many other people's promos in our podcast as possible. We want to spread the love. The first podcast in our podcast promo promotional section is Postcards from Pearl. Perfect. Jonah and Sarah do a great job on this podcast. We all listen to it religiously because it's brilliant. Stu is even a guest uh, in an upcoming episode, I believe. So, you know, they're good people. And this promo proves it. Have a listen. Hello friends, my name is Jonah Jackson. I'm the Game Master on Quest Company Jr., an actual play RPG podcast that's fun for the whole family. You can join us for fun adventures in our series, Guardians of Greenwood and Postcards Yo, from Pearl. are you talking about me? Oh, uh, hey Pearl, yeah, I was just about to tell oh, him all oh, about I you. I want to help. My name is Pearl, I'm 10 years old, I'm a super cool Pokemon trainer. My best friend is a seal named Sealy. Or, or? I'm 
exploring the Kanoko region to become the very best like no one ever was. Oh, yeah, Kanoko is a brand I'm new region. I'm making a lot of new friends, and I'm trying to take down Team Nasty. Well, those guys are no good. Yeah, they steal Pokemon and turn them into shadow Pokemon. What the heck? Well, if there's anyone who can stop them. It's a 10-year-old who was raised on a cruise ship. Or, or. Okay, Celia and I are going to go train. See you later. Bye, Pearl. If you want to follow Pearl's adventures, check out Quest Company Jr. wherever you get your podcasts. Quest Company Jr. Fun at the table, fun for the family. Who's that Pokemon? Polyrath! It's Polyrath! Peitang leads Brandy, Theo, and Kenny up several flights of winding staircases. Noise starts pouring down. Uh, louder and louder. It seems like there's some kind of, I don't know, gathered crowd. There's music up there. Swinging music. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Notes to editor. <laughs> but like also a baying crowd. It's pretty, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's an odd mix. And eventually Peitang leads you through a doorway. And as you open into this vast, well, the top of the obelisk is like a mini pyramid in itself. And if I remember correctly, it's Above the clouds. It is above the clouds, yes. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. God, um, this is a long walk then. <laughs> My God, we are walking above the clouds. <laughs> We've walked 16,000 feet. <laughs> there's there's actually a lift up to about floor 50, but then after that, that's just service access after that. Then Got you it. have to start walking. Then you have to start walking. Yes. Once, yeah. once we're within walking distance of above the clouds. Yeah, but you go into this the, the pyramid and you are greeted with an insane sight. It's like, it's like a wrestling arena meets a Pokemon gym. You know, you've got people, Pokemon, placards, crazy stuff. There is some kind of ring in the middle. There is also, you know how the Emperor at the Colosseum had his own little plinth? There's one of those up at the far end. It basically looks like a Pokemon gym has been thrust into a building that completely does not house it. And then on top of that, has been built this gaudy entertainment structure as well. It is, it's peak Pyrenal, ironically. It's ancient, topped with a horrible dusting of Sinnoh and crime and excess and gaudiness and it is awful and it's noisy and the, the, the noises don't mix. You've got crowds chanting over swing music. It is an affront to the ears and the eyes. And in the middle of this arena, there is some kind of match going on. And I don't know yet exactly what is being competed. And I want us to decide that right now. What is this super high stakes match about? Maybe if it's underground, but it has this sort of stadium feel, maybe it is person v Pokemon fighting. That's that's more brutal than I thought, but I like it. It's a cage match. Yeah. Should we go go that direction? Because I was like, we either lean into like, this is people wailing on each other. And it's brutal. Or we just go like synchronized daisy arrangement. We, ha- we haven't done that much fighting. I'm I'm game for that. Alrighty, it is people versus Pokemon <laughs> MMA. <laughs> Great. So in in this arena, there is a match currently going on. Mixed Monarchs. Mixed Monarchs. Oh my god! <laughs> Ali, 
Ali, you've nailed it. <laughs> mixed mon, yeah, it's a mixed monarchs uh, cage match, which is completely banned. In- oh completely my banned. god! There for are no- obvious reasons, there are no rules. <laughs> okay, so you walk in, and you see obviously at the and in the gladiatorial emperor plinth, you see as expected, sat draped even on this throne esque opulent chair, a buizel. <laughs> Sorry. I love that it's a buizel in charge of this thing. It's not, it's, <laughs> why did we pick it's not even a floatzel, it's a buizel. Buizel <laughs> um, almost looks bored with the events unfolding, in complete contrast to the crowd who are going mental. I think the buizel absolutely has a very, very over pumped floating aid. Yes. Like the, flo- like, as, like the floatzel has, this like huge. Um, life preserver. So it's like a mink, it. but but it's, it's massive, massive in this buizel. It's huge and it's fur. And it's <laughs> it's buizel fur. Oh, oh no, 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 no. It's human skin. Much <laughs> better. <laughs> Much better. Much better. Oh. Ali and David, what is one other thing you noticed about, about buizel the minute you walk in? We notice the pile of pokeballs Great. by buizel. Great. The, the pile of but confiscated pokeballs. Confiscated pokeballs, loot, piled around them as if to signify like it's not. It's not tied up. It's not locked away. It's just there. Oh yeah, try and take it if you want. Those are these are. These, but this is mine. And if you try, I will destroy you. <laughs> so I love that. Yep. I think that this this buizel is um, adorned in like jewelry, very sort of like like kiss the ring sort of jewelry, and like a necklace and bracelets and stuff. But it's very obviously got an M in it. Nice. So it is just he's just repurposed Munchlax's like she's she's taken all look. of his stuff. Yeah. And I think the chair as well is like yeah. munch, it's Munchlax shaped. Yeah. And Buizel has just forced herself into it. Like, I don't even care. I like I love the fact that my butt groove is different mm. and I'm gonna reshape this. Also, next to Buizel, stood by her right hand side, is Jolly the Gardevoir. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. Boom. And then on Boisel's left-hand side is a Shedinja. Yes, the mind-reading Shedinja. Very that good. we heard about in the vignette, in the vignette that I'm yes. going to bring in. Great, so on the right-hand side is, is Jolly the Gardevoir. On the left-hand side is just this creepy, horrible, floating husk of a bug just slowly moving up and down. It's buggy eyes just like scanning the crowd. You know, at any minute, it feels like these eyes could hone in on you and extract your very soul. Uh, and I think as soon as it kind of focuses on someone in the crowd, there's just this like sweaty moment where they're like, what are they reading? Are they getting anything? Oh my goodness. And then it moves on and the person relaxes slightly and gets back oh, into the match. So yeah, people are dancing and cheering. But yeah. then if, if the Shedinja looks at you, you can almost see little cracks in people's enjoyment of it. Yeah. There's yeah, a, yeah. there's like a, ha ha ha, yes, I'm totally having fun. Great, oh, great. It's, yeah, I'm having a great time. And suddenly you, you notice actually, it looks like everyone's just terrified. Hmm. And uh, also you notice uh, Jolly the Gardevoir um, occasionally just exercising double team and you realise that actually the crowd of Gardevoirs that were guarding the museum wasn't many Gardevoirs it was just one it was just Jolly no! <laughs> I mean we sort of still would have lost let's but, face but, it <laughs> but that, I think that signifies just how the capabilities of Jolly it, that you know they can guard the entire museum which apparently is completely under mafia control <laughs> Um, Man, that is yeah. such an OP Gardevoir. You've got, the, you've got the brains and the muscle behind Pretty Weasel. Much. You can just sense the power yeah. coming off that podium, that plinth. Yeah, but in the ring, in the ring, <laughs> you see a match going on. What is the Pokemon? I know who the human is, but who's the Pokemon? You know who the... Okay. I know who the human is. I am I've, got so one, I've got an idea. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I was going to say Clobber Puss. <laughs> no, I like Clubber it. I really like great. it. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. In the arena, you see a Clobber Puss. I love saying that. It's a great word to really say. Really good one to say, isn't it? Thanks, Galar. This Clobopus is hype. It is bounding around this cage, using its suckers to suck onto one wall, and then boom, bounding back, connecting its human opponent with rough haymakers, clotheslines, absolutely wailing on Mesperate Dealer. Oh. <laughs> and I think Buizel grabs a mic from somewhere and just goes, Buizel. I don't know if I don't know if Jolly the Garnivore just translates it for everyone. I think so. And in everyone's minds, the the dialogue is translated as, "I know you were cheating, and I don't take cheaters lightly. I don't take anyone lightly. So this is your punishment. Enjoy." And the mes- mesperate dealer just no, and Boizel just gives the thumbs down, and Clubbus just and mesperate dealer just goes down, beaten. Thus ends Mesprit Dealer's Arc. What and what an arc. Hey. <laughs> um, I'm going to miss that voice. <laughs> and Peitang ushers you to like the side of the cage where there's a little holding area and a sign that just says, you know, next opponents. And uh, gives you all a look and is like, um, good luck, I guess. Wait, we're... <laughs> we're going to go in there. Uh, you've all committed crimes against the Boisel family and uh, this is what happens but I'm all full of cheese that's yeah, why protein, you right? us, that's why you fed us the toasties <laughs> yeah. you're fattening us up no, that's the help our reflexes aren't going to be as honed now you've got calories in you that's good look I'm sorry alright but my family was born into the much Boisel family did you oh, just a look. Oh no! Oh. The Shedinger just the appears. Shedin- yes, God. and the Shedinger just is like, and like the entire crowd goes quiet. Shedinger. And is just like frozen. And you hear the uh, guard of war in your minds say, I think we've got a challenger to jump the queue. In you go. And Peyton's like, no, 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 please, 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 please. Anything. I, 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 I'll do anything. All right, this has got to stop now. And then Brandy squares up to Shedinger. This man's just a cheese toasty dealer. You can't. What, 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 what's so wrong with that? What did he do? Buizel leans over to Garnevoir, whispers something in her ear. Garnevoir leans back, whispers something. And Buizel just says, Buizel. And Garnevoir announces, just put them all in. Put them all... Well, actually, we've got a better chance against this. <laughs> nice work, it worked. <laughs> I think Buizel laughs a little at Brandy's comments, like... <laughs> and you're all, like, shoved into the cage by... A bear tick. A bear tick, great. Bear tick. Cold, cold. Keep your hands to yourself, bear tick. Ooh, bear tick. So there's four of you in the cage. Peitang is just, like, frozen in fear. Um, you three are there. Sans Pokeballs, feeling naked on your belts. <laughs> the lights go down, and the crowd hushes as well. And then we start to hear entrance music.
Hold the phone. Are we not fighting the clubbers? No, 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 no. The club was like a warm-up act. Oh, so Bradley was like, go on, bring on, bring on, Clubfuss. Bring on, Clubbo. Clubfuss is just putting their coat on. He's like, I'm, I'm done, man. Shift over. <laughs> no, lights go down and the crowd recognises the music and they start chanting. Who, who are you facing? It's going to have to be pretty monstrous. Yeah, so there's four of you. Oh, maybe a Machamp? I was going to say arms, a Machamp. Four yeah. people. The Rock Roided of up. Machamps. Um, who has, what's their, what's their stage name? The Machamp stage name. No, just Dwayne. <laughs> it's just Dwayne. <laughs> or, or Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Yes. No. The Dwayne. Rock the Dwayne. Dwayne. And they're all going, the Dwayne, the Dwayne, the Dwayne. I thought we were supposed to be here for the train, not the Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Dwayne arc. <laughs> you all Great. just misheard. And then Rock the Dwayne Johnson strides out down the uh, entrance podium. And they are just flexing. They are massive and they stride down. Someone comes to open the door of the cage and Rock says, Machamp, and just connects it with two fists and destroys the door and it slams against the other side of the cage. Slides down. Machamp steps into the ring with each step. The springboarded mat shakes and shudders, and he turns to face his four opponents. Brandy might say, "All right, so four against one—that's fine. I guess we we might have a chance." Weasel, weasel. Oh, it's not four against one. It's one against one against one against one against one. Only one comes out alive. So the four humans. And the giant Machamp look at each other, now not as companions, or even fellow travellers, but as competitors? No, I look at them like my fellow travellers. In a death <laughs> match? <laughs> Absolutely not! With blood in their eyes? No, 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 Stu, that's not going to happen. I'm not- Kill each other! <laughs> See you next week! <laughs> stayed in one room for the majority of the episode. Now, if that's not classic critical ditto, I don't know what is. Um, I'd like to say a big thank you to uh, Pokemon Tabletop United and the Pokemon of their creators. I was about to say the Pokemon of creators' journeys, which, you know what? I'd also like to say thank you to the Pokemon. Thank you, Pokemon. I know I'm talking to you, the individual Pokemon. Maractus, Litleo, Cleffer, and then... A thousand of the others that I can't mention on there. But those were the three that popped into my head just now. Oh, I've hit the table and ruined that. No, I'm still going to use it. Uh, I'd also like to say thank you to Junichi Masada and Satoshi Tajiri, who created Pokemon. So, you know, small props to you guys. Uh, I'd also like to thank everyone on our Discord server. Shout out to you. I think you might be listening to this live, which is mad to me. So I'm going to say hello to you. And, you know, give us a big muck yeah. If you if you are listening, listening live. If you're not listening live, if you're just listening, or you know, just shout "muck yeah" in your car on the train. Don't be on the train. This is not the time to be on the train. 
or in your car, really, in your house, in your house, in your small bubble, shout muck year. I'd also like to thank Braxton Burks and the Materia Collective for the epic score of Pokemon music that we use, which is so brilliant, as always. I just, there's no better music out there, to be honest. There's no better music out there, except for possibly Glitchek City, who also has incredible music and their remix skills are insane. So check both of those out. There are links in our um, show notes. Show notes? Is that what they're called? Ah, it sounds good, so I'll use it. And I'd like to thank you all for listening, because it's been great. It's great. It's great that people hear this, and that I'm not just going mad talking to myself in a dark room. And of course, I've got to thank David, Stu and Ali for their tireless work in indulging what has been a, a fantasy of mine for a while, which is to just talk about Pokemon for two to three hours solidly and pretend to be in the world. And finally, join in if you know what's coming. Go catch them all. And by all, I mean your dreams. Where did I go? Mm, he sighed. Uh, you're on drip. <laughs> <laughs> but which one, Alec? The sixth or the seventh? It's crucial. <laughs> okay. Hmm.